Hey loves, welcome back to Strip Down. So excited today because I'm waking up this morning to a chat with one of my favorite mamas. She's been on my show before. She is hilarious. And I told her, I had messaged her the other day saying like, I need your light and your comedy, like not just in, you know, my social media world, but like back on my show, something fun for everyone. This is the amazing Sidveer. If you guys don't know who she is, you can go back. I'll link it in the show notes. You can go back and check out her first episode where she really shares who she is in person when she was here in California, um, you know, as a mama, everything she's been through, her story, as well as the comedy that's come from all of it. But today we're just going to kind of keep it a little bit more light and just, you know, just chat and catch up because I haven't really gotten to catch up with her. And I, of course, I want her to uh, selfishly entertain me and <laughs> all of you guys. So uh, this is a Sid Beer, Twitter comedian, mama of three. I mean, she literally though is just mom goals when it comes to comedy. Sid, welcome back to my show. Thanks so much, Ali. I'm so excited to be here. It's a nice break to talk to another human. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. To, it's nice to uh, virtually connect. <laughs> It is to someone that's not asking for another bowl of cereal. Oh, yeah. Do you know, though, I actually was trying. I was really trying to make like these legit meals and make my kids um, healthy food. And that the other day I gave them cereal for dinner and my seven-year-old was so sincere. He was like, this mom was the best meal that you've made since we've been home. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> cereal and milk? So I quit. I'm like, whatever, cereal for everyone going forward. That sounds good to me. Cereal for the win. What kind of, I know. What kind of cereal are we talking about here? Okay. Well, we have, it depends on who purchases it. If I purchase cereal in our home, I always start with the Cheerios because I feel healthy. I'm like, my kids are getting Cheerios, but it quickly goes to Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Captain <laughs> Crunch. Those are my favorite. I love it. I know Captain Crunch is my favorite since I was a little girl, you know how some food they like, you love it as a child and you have it as an adult and you're just like, that's disgusting. Oh, Why? Yeah. Okay. That's like, that was that's KFC. Me. Yeah. That me. was weird, like fruit loops that are like going on the cereal. Yeah. Yes. Like, Damn. When I was young and now I try to take like one bite and I'm like, Ooh, what are these things? Like, right. You know? So, but yeah, we're, we're just talking about this, my husband and I, because, um, I was saying Cheerios have, or not Cheerios, um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, they've been consistent for me my whole life. Like, I loved them as a kid. I love them now. But KFC potatoes, I loved them as a kid when uh-huh. I was pregnant. And when I was pregnant with my last child, I was trying so hard to be healthy. And I just wanted them so bad. I, like, snuck away from everybody, went and got them. And I took one bite, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is not what I remember. <laughs> So there's but cinnamon toast crunch. They're consistent. That's hilarious. I think it's funny how like certain foods that you relate to your childhood, it's like such a happy memory, but at the same time, then you feel like try it now, you're like, oh, what was I thinking? Like, oh what yes. it's funny, right? Like it's almost like you compare it. Well, in my mind, because you know me as fashionista. Well, not right now, Miss Fashionista, but more <laughs> um, I like compare in my head, like you know, like that bowl of Fruit Loops to like the really bad eyebrows trend. Like both of them, like both of them, like the Fruit Loops, like, ew, no. And then it was like, oh, and then the really thin eyebrows, like basically didn't exist on my face. Like what? <laughs> What's the bad eyebrow trend? Oh gosh. Like Which to, one? to me, it was like when I was in high school and you like super thin them out. Like they were like okay. so thin. Like that for me, when I look at pictures and I'm like, oh my God. Why did nobody just run over to me and be like, let me just pencil you in because you look like a mess. That is so funny. Once I had my mother, she had a friend who sold makeup and I asked if I had no idea how to do makeup. So I asked my mom if her friend could teach me and her friend instructed me of how to cut and trim my eyebrows. And I did it right before a dance, like a high school dance. And I like brushed my eyebrows up, grabbed a little scissors and I trimmed them. And when I put them back down, half of my eyebrow was gone. Oh, and no, I don't, <laughs> yes. I don't feel like I've ever recovered my poor eyebrows. In fact, a positive is I'm growing them out during, during this uh, quarantine. I am growing out eyebrows. That's the only goal that I've achieved so far Amazing. because I haven't plucked are them. Are, <laughs> so, they, are they growing? Yes, they are. Wow. That's awesome. Are you doing anything to grow them? 
now just like positive affirmations every morning. Like I have fluffy eyebrows. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I just have fluffy eyebrows. I can see the thickness <laughs> of my brow. <laughs> I am so trendy. <laughs> yes. Wait, okay, this is amazing because okay, so when you had this happen when I was a teenager, I was like determined to get my brows waxed. And it was, my mom was like, you're too young. You're going to mess them up. I'm not taking you because I had seen my mom get them waxed. And she was like, I'm not doing it. We're not doing it. And I was like, oh my God, I was so annoyed. And I was like, fine. I was like, I'll just clean them up myself. So I went in my bathroom and my mom said, she remembers this so vividly to this day. And I went in my bathroom and I came out and I had half an eyebrow and she was like, um, Allie, uh, where's your other, where's your and I was like, what are you talking about? And I was so mad and I was like playing dumb. And I was like, what are you talking about? This is my brow. <laughs> You're missing half of an eyebrow. What happened? And I was like, well, I tried to take, uh, you know, the razor and shave, um, around, you know, to get the, all the extra stuff. And, um, I kind of shaved but at least you were a teen because we are you know we're capable of blaming everyone else when you're a teen so you're like this is your fault mother this is your fault (laughs) yeah you wouldn't take me to get them waxed now I have half an eyebrow she was mortified she took me to her hair salon I'll never forget our good friend family friend Margie was like dying then and trying to figure out how she could like put more dye so that it would like stick so it looked like I had hair in that spot oh it was a mess and then it was like they were teaching me how to pencil oh my gosh it must have been like that for over a year it was a mess then I went through the crazy thinned out eyebrow stage where I might as well just shave them completely off (laughs) they were barely thin like I, I look at pictures and I'm like who is that? Like you you look so stupid. So different. Oh my God. So different. And it's so crazy because now my brows are like nice and thick and they're like, they're, they're, I almost feel like they're like thicker than like when I was a teenager, like they're thick and they've done well. But I have to say, I finally like figured out and got educated in the beauty world, you know, being like so stylist and like found, you know, an amazing person who does threading, who taught me like, you know, less is more. And I was like, Oh really? More is more to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's like less is more, you know, and she kind of taught me like the threading of like, this is what I do. So you're not going to touch this and you're only going to clean up here. And it's interesting. Like once they kind of show you, you understand how your hair grows, then it's kind of easier to like leave. And also I was going to tell you, she also turned me on to castor oil and I put that shit on my brows for like a good like six months. That will make your brows like, like you will be like, Ooh, okay. We're getting a little caterpillar. Like now we're getting a little thick. Like, like, all right. Yeah. So you might want to try that. Um, because I'm gonna Amazon that right the second. There you go. I was just saying, yeah. Because seriously, there's something about it with putting it on your brows. And I've also heard lashes. I've never done lashes, but I've heard brows and I've done it in my brows and I've seen the difference. Like even my mom will say to me, wow, you're so lucky your brows grew in so much more and they're so thick now because she's like, look at mine. Even hers have thinned out, you know, from age and everything over the years and from waxing. And I'm like, well, that's because, you know, I finally went and got them threaded and I did this and that. But it's just so funny because I feel like everybody has a bad brow or like beauty story. I feel like I've had like 30 years of bad beauty stories. I'm trying so hard to figure out how to be a woman before I'm like in the grave. So I, I cannot, I don't even know. I don't know. I never, it sounds like we grew up so different because I was such a tomboy. I like, I don't know. I didn't like to draw attention to my appearance in any way at all. And I just like hid behind not doing anything. And now I'm like, gosh, dang it. I am getting old. I need to get like fluffy eyebrows. I need to figure out how to put eyeliner on. I've been watching YouTube makeup tutorials like crazy and I still can't figure out how to contour. Love it. That's like, you know, it's a, it's like a real, like, uh, even when I do it, I'm like, this doesn't look like what I thought it would look like. Who do you know? You always look, you've got the glam. You do like you could own that. I, I will let you own that. You're the queen. I do not. And I'm like, I, I know I can learn it, but it's just not um, in my power plan, you know, like my, in my palette of power. I have other good qualities, but geez, my husband's like, girl, who dressed you this morning? And I'm like, what is, what's wrong with this outfit? <laughs> so, I, love, 
I love Ben. So for those ben who is amazing. Know ben, like Ben is amazing. And I met him in person when they were here and she Sid was on my show and we were not social distancing. This is a while ago. And, <laughs> and Ben was like in like an amazing, like button up that had like all these details and his pants and shoes. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I see who brings the fashion in this. Like, yes. Like, Gym. and it was just hilarious and he was cracking me up and he's like well she's actually like dressed up today and I mean you could have put a dress on but it was hilarious because he just like takes it like one step further and I was like this is oh. hysterical he takes it like 10 steps he's fashion forward I was wearing a black dress from Amazon that I still wear all of the time because <laughs> it's safe it's like it's all black and it's a, a light dress so I'm not hot I am so much more but I feel like I'm feel like I'm missing out on a piece like I feel like I could step it up and learn a little bit of fashion take a few risks maybe like throw in some color instead of gray and black I think I said this last time but I haven't improved so I'm trying well I'm trying. I mean, hello we're in you know we're like I mean I hate to you know, bring up the elephant in the room but we're in quarantine right now so I mean you could like totally you know go through your closet and like do some like funny haul of like your clothes and then maybe you'd find some like other tones other than black and, you know and see what you have and I could try to help you and be like okay cool. that'd be fun try on that color yes try on this color like I think that'd be fun to watch you try on because I've obviously met you and seen you and know you in person and I know like colors look good on you but listen you're not the only one so many people are married to black like black is their safety black is their comfort zone black is where you go to when you don't know what to do and black is fantastic don't get me wrong I style plenty of clients in black but it's like color is a great breakup even if you're just mixing it in like in just a pop of color just so that you have a little bit of that like a little bit of light to you you know or you bring in a little extra detail to your outfit like little things even if it's not the outfit if you're not like feeling wearing a pink dress then like throw on maybe a cool statement necklace that has like color if you have something like that where your shoes could be the color you know like it's like I, it, I think a lot of times especially moms because we're all so freaking busy and we feel like can't get ourselves together and it's like I think sometimes people forget that there's just little things and little basics of adding pops in it doesn't have to be a whole like crazy you know wardrobe do-over unless that's what you want right I think that what should happen is Ben and Allie take me shopping when this is over and yeah. I will I'll like I'll meditate starting now to actually listen to you guys because Ben will try to take me shopping and he's so sweet and he wants to like pamper me and I'm the worst I'm like no I don't like that no I don't like that no I don't like that <laughs> and so maybe if the two of you do it I'll you know how it is like um Ben could give me really good advice but if I hear it from someone else I'll probably listen <laughs> <laughs> no, I, totally, I, totally, I totally get it I know I mean you know that's just that's just like normal marriage shit but no I totally that would be so much fun and we could like <laughs> video it and everything like yes make content out of it on top of actually changing the wardrobe <laughs> Like I am, I am so here, here for it. That would be like, okay. I would love to do it. All right. I think it needs to be put on a calendar. 2021 okay. it's happening. Perfect. Perfect. 2021. Tell Ben we're doing it. It's happening. Color is coming into the mix. <laughs> Get ready. Cause he's going to be blown away. <laughs> yes. And you know, I did watch RuPaul's um, masterclass and I feel like that put me in the right direction. I was like, oh, good. perfect. Okay. Not, and his makeup tutorial is amazing. It was like, I actually understood what he was saying. So I feel like I made like a baby step. Hey, baby steps are good. <laughs> some steps versus nothing, you know? <laughs> this is true. No, seriously. So, I mean, you know, like, like we said before, like, you know, obviously everyone is going through this whole, you know, social distancing situation and everything and quarantining. What are you doing being that you are so freaking funny? What are you doing to stay sane and like entertain? Because like you still, your Twitter material has not gone anywhere. If anything, it's just like bumped up and gotten more hilarious. So like, like what's going on while you're home with your three kids and, you know, Ben and the whole thing. I know Ben's, you know, been working a lot. So you're really like on, you know, mom duty and all that. Like, what's it been like? And like, how are you finding that inspo when it comes to constantly still being funny? Um. Well, I feel like, the quarantine took away my favorite things and that would be alone time <laughs> and getting, and getting out. I love to get out. I'm like, I'm not a 
homebody even a little bit. And I'm like, this really challenged me because these are my favorite things. My kids, I, I can't believe they're not interrupting right now, but I did let them rent a movie. So we'll see how long this lasts. But they, they are probably heard our little story on makeup and they're like, okay, I'll stay out of there. <laughs> <laughs> right. So far. Um, but they are usually at my hip and it's so hard because you're, you know, they have feelings too that they're feeling like the heaviness of it and you're feeling the heaviness of it. And so you're like, get away from me. But also I'm sorry that I said that. I just didn't know I was going to be with you so much child. So it's crazy. I feel like I'm just trying to take the energy in and breathe it out and trying to, I've always coped with humor, but we've been trying, we've been like, um, yesterday we got so desperate. We went to the car wash. I'm like, this is social distancing. We're going to sit, we're going to do the expensive one. So it will last longer. And then I almost went through it again, but I pulled myself together. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I, I've been saying that I'm losing water weight because I cry every day a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) That's a silver lining, right? (laughs) Right. I feel like we're just trying to be super creative with what we're doing. We can still go on bike rides and walks and things like that in Utah, Um, but I feel like we have origami and Legos everywhere in our house. I have stepped on so many Legos and, um, also I, I think that I'm counting Netflix as math right now. I'm like, get your 30 minutes of math in, (laughs) AKA Netflix. (laughs) And by 30 minutes, I mean seven hours. Yeah. Right. 30 minutes (laughs) goes seven hours. There's your math for the day. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they're going to talk about numbers and Netflix at some point. It'll be fine. Yeah, they'll, they'll, come up, they'll come up with something. Netflix always has something good. Um, something. You know, I, I feel you. It's, uh, I think everybody's like obviously trying to just survive, figure out like what works. And it's like everybody kind of feels like it's like Groundhog Day every day. It's like, okay, what do I do? You know, and it's like you try to find routines. And then some days like we're pretty good and we have a routine. And then other days it's like, it's a shit show. Nobody's up until like legit 11 a.m. in the house. <laughs> Amelia sleeps in. Then we're up. Then, the, you know, everything's a mess as well. Everything's downstairs. Like, every, same like how you're saying the Legos. Amelia's toys are everywhere. Her blocks, her this, her that. It's all over. Like, and it's just like, I look at the house and I'm like, oh my God, this is what the new baby girl is coming into. Like, this is a shit show. Meanwhile, like for Amelia, it was like, you know, cleaning team. It was, you know, deep cleaning. Everything was like overly washed, overly sanitized. You know, it was like, everything was perfect. Nothing was out of order. Like, I'm like, wow, talk about opposite situation. <laughs> oh my goodness. This baby's going like, to be brought in. And she's going to look around and be like, oh, okay. Well, thank you for <laughs> taking me out of my cozy womb. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the second kid humbles you anyway, but yeah, I think on top of this, you're definitely going to be like, it's okay if you're eating dirt at this point. We're going to count that as nutrition. <laughs> so nothing I, – I feel like um, – because with our first, I did everything that I wanted to um, the way that I wanted to. Like he didn't have any screen time ever. I fed him the way um, – as best as I could. He was a really picky eater. But I felt like on top of it, and I was like, this is fine. I don't know why people like can't get a grip on this. And then I had my second one, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I ever said anything bad about anyone ever. <laughs> sorry like it, it's so I don't know I I feel like everyone has a kid that like breaks you in and then for us we had um our first one was pretty smooth our second one um broke us in pretty good and our third one about destroyed us and so <laughs> yeah I think you just go through that but I feel like for us we're over here that every night I like make big promises to myself I'm like tomorrow is going to be different. Tomorrow, I'm going to follow this schedule. I'm going to complete their school projects. I'm going to do everything and like lay it out and make these big dreams and goals. And then it's like destroyed by 9am. That's our only schedule right now is making plans and destroying them. That's our, that's what we're doing. Something. I mean, you know, I'm, well, and I love that you just said that about like one to two to three. So I totally want you to like, I know it's going to of course have a twist of humor, but like, give me some advice becoming a mama. Uh, from one to two, because I agree with you with Amelia, same thing. I mean, minus right now, obviously 
it's been obviously a little more intense, but normally like Amelia is on a very good schedule. I've done everything with her. I really wanted to do as far as like, you know, getting her set up as, you know, a baby to a toddler, you know, really like no screen time, limited TV, this, that, the whole thing. Obviously in the last few weeks that's changed. She's watching a little more TV because <laughs> mama is losing her mind being so pregnant. <laughs> Justin's trying to work. We're trying to just make things get done. But you know, overall it's been really like what I wanted and I've been very, very intentional with her. And I wonder to myself, because I tell myself with this second baby girl, like I'm going to follow and I'm going to do the best I can to, you know, be able to continue to do what's worked for Amelia. And obviously I know not everything's going to work that worked for Amelia on her, but like that's my, you know, thought in my head. What, what advice would you have for me going to becoming a mom of two any day? Um, I would say um, definitely to give yourself some grace because um, I feel like there's so many, you'll have to tell me if you've felt any of this, but for me, I remember being so worried that bringing a second child into our family would take away from our first child that somehow he would feel less loved um, that he, cause he was going to get less attention. And so I felt so concerned with him feeling like he didn't matter as much anymore from going to all the attention to just a little bit of attention or less attention. And I was so concerned about that. It consumed me, but I really learned that it does, it adds, it doesn't take away. Another child adds to your family. It adds more love. It makes your heart bigger it makes life crazier. Like everything is adding. So it's actually a really positive. It's more energy. It's a different energy. Um, and for us, we learn with every child that we have to have adjusting time and we have to allow ourselves to have adjusting time because you're going, you have to adjust. Things will be different. You're um, going to feel different. So give yourself some patience and grace. And the biggest thing too, I think that, um, I learned is that one, the second child is supposed to come into your family. They're going to have their own personality that's equipped for the situation, just like your new little girl is going to um, come into the chaotic time. I bet you that her personality is going to be so perfect for it. And I bet she'll be like a fun and energetic, like capable of handling chaos type girl, like whatever her personality will be, I bet that you'll find that it's so fitting for um, right. our current life. You know what I mean? Come into a pandemic. I know I've said yeah. that to so many friends of mine. Like she obviously knew when we didn't know when we conceived her, what she was coming into and she chose it, you know? So it's like, it's wild when you really think about that. Cause you know me, like, you know, spiritual and this and that. And it's like, I believe she, you know, she, she knew from the minute she chose us and everything else. And so it's crazy when you think about it, like, wow, we had no idea what life was going to be like when we conceived her a year ago, but it's like, or almost a year ago, but it's like, oh my God, um, she had an idea and she knew what she was coming into. And like, she basically, she basically chose this. Yeah. I feel that way with our, our third, cause she was our tough pregnancy. Um, and she was our early pregnancy. And I felt like she was set, her personality fit the pregnancy that she wants things done her way. She's like a natural leader. She wants them done when she wants them done. She came when she wanted to come and she has this like fire personality. And I just think it's so wild to see the, that happen. And so I feel like for our second one, he's so funny and chill and witty. Um, and he just came in when we were our own personal chaos of not knowing how to handle anything. He just had the perfect personality for it. And um, I love how all of my children are so different with their personalities, but they're being raised the exact same way. I've always thought that was so wild. Or my brothers and I were also different. We were raised exactly the same. And so I think that a lot of times you have to like trust that they are their own little human, their own little soul with their own personality and their own capabilities. And they're going to be just fine. Um, and you're going to be just fine too. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. Like my brothers and I are definitely very different um, in all different ways. And we were raised all the same too. And it, it's, it's true. It's like, they totally have their personalities. I mean, with Amelia being two now, we can really see her personality. It's wild to see how much of like that is just hers. Like it's just 
who she is. She's very independent. You know, she has her things. Like yesterday I was playing with her and then like I went to sit with her and she like <laughs> moved down the couch to like read her book. And I was like, oh, are you reading a book? And she's like, yes, mama. You know, it's like, oh, okay. She's like, <laughs> yeah. she's like, she's very independent and she wants to like sit and have her time, which is great because we can get things done. But it's like wild how that's coming out just at two. And then it's like, and then there's sometimes where she really wants me and it's like, mama, 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 pay attention. Look, I'm reading a book. Even if she doesn't want me to do anything, she, she like will want to just know that I'm watching her and that I see her and I'm like taking in what she's doing. So it's, it's really, it's just really interesting uh, in that respect and how she is and everything. And I think back to when she was, uh, you know, tiny little infant and I'm like, she's been pretty independent from the get-go. So it kind of makes sense to me. So what you're saying, like it, it, it aligns, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love that so much. So it's, just so, it's just so interesting. Well, and so like with your kids, you know, you have three. How are they doing right now? Because they're older. So they obviously um, know what's going on and they're actually being affected. I'm grateful that Amelia is stir crazy and definitely has moments, but she's still two. So she doesn't really fully yeah. understand the world. And I have to be honest, she is pretty happy most times because she is so happy to have Dada and Mama home together. And like, it's really cute when she'll be like eating, she'll like look over at us in her high chair and she'll go, Mama, Dada, Mama. Aww. You know, and it's like, it's like she's almost confirming like, oh my gosh, they're both right here in front of me, you know? I um, love that. It's, it's so freaking cute. Um, and she's just, uh, she's so happy it's Justin's home. Like he, Justin's obviously stepped up as, you know, uh, Mr. Mom heavily, me being, you know, so pregnant and everything. And I, I am thankful for that because I wouldn't have had that, you know, being uh, with Amelia on my own, had the world, you know, not been what it is. And, you know, he's been really involved with her and she's just so happy to see him every morning when he gets her before he starts work. And she's so happy to like run over to him when he's working. And like, it's just really cute to kind of see if for her, this is kind of like a dream time for her to have her parents and to kind of have us before her sister arrives. And so obviously that's not the case for a lot of kids because they're very much living this. How are, how are your three kids doing? Um, so my oldest is 10. He just turned 10. He had a birthday through this. And oh, happy I know, birthday. you know, it's cute. And quarantine birthday. What did we do for it? What did what did Mama decide to do? Well, you know what? I'm probably the lamest ever because I was like, um, I just tried to tell him that it's so cool to have a birthday during this because not everyone's going to get to, and he's old enough that he'll remember having a birthday. Um, during this time. And I just, I don't know, maybe that's really lame, but I think like weddings during this time and birthdays are so cool that you really don't need to do that much. <laughs> that sounds horrible. But um, I thought, you know, you're going to tell your children and you're about this, that you had your 10th birthday during a quarantine um, when everything was so crazy. And I made him write in his journal um, about how he felt about having a birthday during that time. But we did not do anything crazy. We made a cake together. We just hung out as a family. We let him get um, his favorite fast food for lunch and let him pick out the family movie. We kept it chill. But I'm way good with that. We said that we'll do something later for him. But that I thought it was, we just tried to make it like um, help him with his perspective that it's a cool time to have a birthday and you'll always remember that. So um, he's doing pretty good though. He missed, so everyone's handling it different. Like my 10 year old misses his friends a lot. He wants to get out with all of his friends. And then um, before this, we were the family, we went to trampoline parks and arcades and parks and um, so active. So it was pretty big change for our family. Um, mostly me. Cause I'm, like I said, I have such a go body. So my kids are like, can we go to the track? Never mind, We can't go. Can we go? Never mind, We can't go. And so, um, our biggest struggle is not having too much screen time right now because we all get to the point of being bored, but the weather is getting nicer here too. So we're going to be able to do that, but we've tried to be creative. Um, our 10 year old's been teaching all of us about origami. So I know how to fold a frog in a balloon now. Oh my God, that is so cool. Stop it. It's really fun. So, um, and then he taught his like scout class yesterday, how to do origami too. Um, and then you should try with Amelia, the art hub for kids on YouTube. It's just a free channel. And we love that. We do that all of the time. Um, I feel like 
sometimes we're really positive and sometimes like you said it's just a disaster sometimes I feel like so happy to have our family together um because my husband is working still but he was getting off earlier for a while that was so amazing and just having that family time to kind of re um focus on the things that really matter but then we have those terrible terrible days where you just like are gonna not remember it you're just gonna put it in the back of your mind that all day long people cried and fought and you watch too much tv those days are happening too so we're just trying to be flexible and have a plan and then not judge ourselves too harshly for going to the same fast food restaurant three days in a row <laughs> oh hey listen i mean you know again it's just survival right and just figuring out how to deal with everything and, and whatnot. So, I mean, yes. you know, kudos to you that you're even doing some things to, you know, make it work. I mean, it's some uh, days. Yeah. We, yeah. well, my seven year old though, he's handling it different. He's been more scared um, because we also had an earthquake. And so, oh, right wow. when all of this, yeah. So right when all of this started, we had um, our first earthquake and then all of the aftershocks that we're still feeling. And so he's been, he's been a little bit more tricky. He's been wanting to be right by our side. He doesn't want to leave at night. We have to sing him like eight bedtime songs and like really put his mind at ease. So he's, he's our empathetic boy and he's just like taking on a lot of feelings. So that's been interesting to see how he handles it, that he needs a lot of love and a lot of reassurance right now. Oh, well, you know, at least you know that and at least you can kind of, um, you know, you said like kind of manage it and, you know, handle it um, as, you know, as needed uh, kind of thing and understand where he's at. And like you said, they all are kind of handling it differently. But I love it. Like you said, the, you do the art channel and stuff and some fun things together like that as a kind of like a little squad. That, that must be fun. I'll have to check that out. You should. It's fun. It's on YouTube? Yes. Art Hub for Kids. I don't have for kids. Okay. You just like randomly it. It or what? Yeah. There's just like, uh, it'll, you could draw like, um, my kids, their favorite one is a marshmallow that's caught on fire and it's like funny animation. Um, and so they'll just, there's a dad and his son and they, um, teach you how to draw. They make it really simple. We just did the, it's like a mermaid horse character. It's ridiculous, but the oh kids God, love it. Yeah. So she's a little young for it, but if you help her through it, um, like I, I have to help my four-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still fun. You'll have fun. Oh my God. I love it. Are you getting, when yeah. you're watching, are you getting inspiration for outfits maybe for yourself? Like, Ooh, these colors or. <laughs> no, that is not how my brain works at all. So that's where I need help. I'm, I no, no, <laughs> I don't know how to get inspiration for fashion. I have no idea. Um, in the beginning of our marriage, we, cause that was, we, we've almost been married for 15 years In the beginning, he would beg, beg, beg me to match. Like he'd be like, he thought it was so hot. If a woman had like matching belts, matching, um, shoes, matching purse, matching nails, matching eyeshadow, he thought it was so hot. And I was like cringing. I'm like, I'm not going to wear blue eyeshadow with blue nails. I can't do that. And he's like, it's so hot when women are that color coordinated. And so I don't know. My mind doesn't work like that. I, that's why I go to black. I tell you, I'm like black. I'll wear black with my white pale skin. That will look great. <laughs> I love so, it. That's everyone. Yeah. I can just do some tweets about motherhood and wifehood and then someone else can dress me. That's gotta be possible. Perfect. Okay. I mean, I, I could take on the job. That's fine. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You're so good at that. And so I have, it's funny because some of my dearest friends or even Ben that I'm the closest people are so fashionable and, um, like they take risk and they like try new things with their fashion. Um, and I'm so the opposite. It's like I'm seeking guidance. <laughs> like someone help me. I don't know. Listen, we all have our things. I mean, you know, it's like, like, I feel like I'm always trying to learn certain new hacks and I'm just like, yeah, no, I'll just stick to like what I know I'm like actually really good at. It's funny to me when I see some moms right now during all this that are actually like taking on and like learning like brand new skills. And I'm like, good for you, mama. Like you do you. That's great. <laughs> Dude, I am trying. I have been putting makeup on every day and trying new ways. I haven't figured it out yet, but um, I'm told, I feel like this is the perfect time to try new makeup because nobody's going to see me. 
I tried my eyebrows yesterday um, and it was horrific. I looked, it was so bad. I should have posted a picture, but I didn't think about it. I was so frustrated. So by the time this is done, I'm going to have my eyebrows on fleek, as they yeah, say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I love it. Yeah, you'll have to tell me if the castor oil works. If you like actually see yes. your, you'll okay, be like, yes, castor oil and brow affirmations done. It works. Yes. <laughs> yes. I but I am it. trying, I am trying to find new things, but you are probably just trying to grow your baby and survive every day. Yeah. I, I'm just trying to not like feel like I'm going to drop out of my vagina before <laughs> it's supposed to be air. I mean, straight up, I went to the doctor the other day and he was like, well, she's cooked. And I was like, okay, what, what, what does that mean? And he's like, he's like, she is ready. He's like, she could really, whenever she wants, she could come any minute now. And I was like, Oh, okay. Let's just like add that to my brain. And he's like, he's like, he's like, you know, um, just be aware and like, you know, pay attention if you notice things. So I told you before we started recording, like, I'm like, Oh, if I stop for a minute to breathe, um, you know, it's <laughs> because of paternal labor and, you know, and, um, I never experienced that with Amelia, you know, I had little bits of Braxton Hicks later in the game, but like not paternal labor. And this is like intense. Like at two in the morning the other night, I woke up and I was like, Oh, 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 what is this? And I was like up to like two to four breathing through it on my ball, like just kind of like, so this something happening and I was like waiting to see if it was going to get more intense if I needed to like with Justin, but then it calmed down. I was able to get to sleep, but like I've been experiencing that since this past weekend into, you know, this week and I'm like, Oh, okay. This is a new, uh, this is a new feeling and uh, sensation. And she legit is like on my hips. I went to my chiropractor yesterday and seeing her weekly because she's considered essential. Thank God. And she's been yes. me and fixing me and, you know, trying to give me room. And she was adjusting me yesterday and she goes, wow, she's like, really down there and I was like yeah, oh no shit. and she's like I really feel her she's like I'm like moving around trying to like move you around and she's just going around me and I'm like yeah mm -hmm. yep I'm, I'm, I, I know and then like even my doctor was like yeah no she um she's definitely like been head down now for almost two months he's like and then on top of it now her body's like further down and he's like I would say she's like closer to your hips and he's like she's just uh yeah she's ready she's cooked and I'm like Alrighty then, you know, so it's like, I'm just like kind of taking that all in because with Amelia, it's crazy how your pregnancies are so different, which I had, you know, no idea, you know, when I was obviously, you know, pregnant with Amelia because I was clueless with my, you know, with my first and Amelia was so high up for so long. She never really dropped. Like she really kind of just chilled on top. Like, yeah, I don't really feel like dropping. She kind of goes back to her personality of what you were saying. <laughs> she was just like, yeah, no, I'm not feeling it. Like I'll just, like, I'm, I'm independent. I'll show where I'm at. Where she kind of like in the flow and like, all right, mom, we're doing this, you know, like you've been going to chiropractor since the beginning, you know, you're moving your body around, like I'm following you and she is, and it's like wild that I'm just like, oh my gosh, like girl, like if you go any lower, I'm afraid, like I, I started walking around yesterday around our kitchen and I was literally holding my belly and Justin's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I feel like she's going to fall out. Like I know, <laughs> I know I don't have to hold, but I feel like I have to hold. Like it's just such a weird feeling to me that I've never experienced this before. So yeah, I'm, I'm totally over here trying to just kind of grow a human, survive with, you know, my, my toddler and also bond with Amelia and just like be in that zone because, you know, soon it won't be just the three of us and also not have her drop right out of me and just kind of, <laughs> you know, um, try to like be, be aware. So it's, uh, it's wild. I don't know. This pregnancy has been so different in so many ways and I'm just like trying to take it all in. Yeah. Uh, they're all so different. That's cool. Yeah. You'll look back when you're not in it and be like, that's wild that I did that all the different ways. However yeah. many kids you have, how many more you're going to pop out? They're all going to be different. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. We don't know. We're like, we're going to see once she's here and how they are together and how life is and everything else. And then decide, do we add to the shit show or, <laughs> or do we just say, this is the party of shit, you know? Yeah. So we're not exactly, you know, we're not, we're not hundred percent sure. We'll see where we're at and how we, you know, how we feel and, and all that. I mean, how did you guys decide to kind of um, go for, you know, your, your three and like, you know, go from the one to two to three? Like, were there like changes? Were there just moments or was it just like, oh, let's just keep adding to this? Um, for us, cause we wanted five or six kids before we had oh, kids. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that was before, before we had one. We were like, you know what would be great? Six kids. And then, <laughs> and then we had one and we're like, yeah, maybe this is enough. <laughs> maybe we'll just have one. <laughs> so, um, 
I feel again, I feel like that's going to be the foundation for everything is to have a plan and then be flexible because that plan's probably not going to work out. And that's at least been our life. But um, you know what? For us, we're both like pretty intuitive people. And so every time we had a feeling, both of us, of like, you know what? I feel like there's another baby that's going to come to our family. And or like even the first time um, it was like, I feel like there's a, a little a little one that's going to come to us because I actually have never been on birth control. Um, and so because um, and I didn't get pregnant for like five years. And so um, I, we just, it was really crazy. We just had a feeling, we had a feeling that there would be a baby joining our family soon. And then I got pregnant and then, and then it happened again with our second and with our third, but because she was so high risk, um, we decided, um, after talking to the doctor and everything that it was best for my own safety, because each pregnancy got more and more dangerous. It was best to be done. And we felt so much peace about that. In fact, I was so scared to feel like an emptiness or like, like you're a barren woman and you don't get, you're not going to have children anymore. I was really afraid of how that would feel to know you were done. And I do have friends who did feel a lot of sadness from that, but for me, it felt complete and it felt peaceful. And, um, we just were so happy with our family of three and we're done. (laughs) So, um, we're for sure done. So Oh, well, that, I mean, that's, that's cool. And I mean, at least you guys have like also the mix. I think that's what it is also like, you know, Justin loves being um, a girl dad and, you know, is absolutely melted um, by Amelia. And I'm sure this next baby girl is going to be, you know, melting him even further, but it's like part of him is like, maybe we try for a boy, but then of course there is the chance it could be another girl. Right. Right. I just feel like the the people that come into your home are supposed to be in your home, even if like, whether they're adopted or if they're, um, if you bear them, I feel like they're, that just has always seemed to be like the, the people in your life are meant to be in your life. Um, and I love that. So it'll be fun. And it will be really cool for your husband and Amelia, because you're going to be bonding with new baby girl. And I thought that was always interesting to watch Ben. He would, um, he would bond with whoever was around while I was bonding with the baby. And it took his relationship to the next level with each kid because a baby wants the mama and wants to, and and that's just how it is. But especially with Amelia being older now and your husband's going to be able to do more with her and you're going to be busy. So he's going to really get a whole new level of love from her and a new level of bonding that seems to happen. It's pretty cool. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, no, I'm super excited to like see how she, of course, adds to our family and creates her own space and the dynamic that changes and like all that. And, you know, I totally have moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to love her the same way I love Amelia? And I think that like, I've heard that now from so many moms that you have that feeling until you have them. And then all of a sudden, somehow your heart expands. Do you agree? Yes. Yeah, a hundred percent. I agree with that. And so many um, important lessons will be taught to Amelia through this time. And I think that's something we forget about, but she's going to learn how to take care of another human um, take and like serve somebody else because she's a sibling. She's going to watch you tend to somebody in need. She's going to watch you um, help someone, feed somebody, bathe somebody. And she is what, I think that is the most beautiful thing to have. Um, I think sometimes we get so worried that we're not giving someone enough um, attention. Um, the mom guilt But if you think about it, like where, oh, like this, let me tell you. The other day we went for a bike ride and my, um, I have a really big bike. It's a bucket bike and our four-year-old sits in it and I have to maneuver it differently. And, um, then my boys on their bikes. So I told them, I said, you guys need to go left, um, go left, turn left. And we were crossing a street. So I was like yelling it at them. I'm like, go left, go left but I was going right because I needed to make a big U-turn and um, they went right with me (laughs) and I was yelling. I was like, no, go left, go left. But they were following me. And I thought this is the most true lesson that our children do not care what we say. They care what we do. They're going to follow what we do. And they were following me, even though I told them to go, I clearly specifically said, go left. 
they followed me because I went right. And I think that is what our parenthood is. They're going to follow what we do. And when you don't get stressed when you're taking care of your new baby, because Amelia's going to learn from you um, how to serve another human. She's going to learn how to help when you say, could you go grab me this? Could you go get me this? Could you do this for me? Can you help me and your baby sister out by getting me a diaper? All of those things, she's going to learn the most important human lesson, and that's to love and to serve. And I think it's so beautiful. That's so cute. I love that. That's really good advice. And yeah, I completely agree with you. And I already see that with her now, like how she wants to be helpful. And like when I'm doing something, it's like, oh, can I go get the towel? Or with Justin, it's like, here, daddy, like here it is. Like she sees you looking for something and she wants to hand it off. And I really do believe she's going to be very helpful with her sister and like wanting to do everything because she's so cute of how she like grabs my belly even now and kisses it every day and holds it and says like, baby sister, baby sister. And like, (laughs) cutest thing ever. So I really love it. I really Yeah. you know, a super help, like you're, you know, like you're saying and everything. Um, when, when you had that, like, you know, that one to two, how was it for you personally? How was that experience? If you can kind of, you know, obviously it's been a bit, but if if you can remember back, um, to like how that, you know, how that was and like how it felt. Um, one to two ultimately was our easiest transition actually. Um, like I felt humbled as a mother because, um, my, I felt like there's so much to do and trying to do it all. And then I feel like, um, there's always going to be an element of mom guilt, like no matter what I feel like, but you just have to work through it. I just feel like, um, my middle child has, he's been, he's just so funny and sweet and easy. So, um, there is a chance for you that it could be your easiest transition. I feel like everybody has a kid though. Like that is going to be um, that rocks their world. Like even if it's my friend just told me it was her first and she still had two more. Um, but her first was so hard and so challenging and it just like was hard on their marriage. It was hard on her mentally. Um, and then the next two were a breeze. And then for us, it was the third that was the hardest on us, um, as in our marriage. And it was hardest, um, for my boys to transition. But, um, the second one, you still like, you still have enough hands to like, sit both of them on your lap or to hold both of them. But for us, it was the third that needed a lot of attention and we didn't have enough hands for it. So, um, it's going to be your own journey and you're just gonna, I feel, you know, you just have to, every family is so different. And the best thing we ever did as a couple was decide whatever our family was, was great for us. It didn't matter how many we have. If we have one, two or three or 10, it didn't matter. You have to do what is best for your family and then roll with the punches that are going to come because they're going to come. <laughs> right, right. Whatever that be. Yeah, totally. No, I think that's, that's really, I mean, that's really good advice. And if, you know, um, and if you can have lots of humor through it all, like Sid does, um, <laughs> then that always helps. She finds her, uh, I think you find so much of your inspiration in your comedy through like everything you do, because I mean, some of the tweets you post are just hilarious. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I, I when I read some of them, I'm like, okay, which kid did this happen to today? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. They're all situational. So I thought I would have a lot more content with them home all the time, but I feel like I don't get that pause to like embrace what just happened as much, but I'm going to figure it out. I still have time to figure this out. (laughs) Oh, you totally, you totally do. Listen, I like, I, there's some days where I have like creative moments and other days I'm like, Oh, can I just lay here and just like watch Amelia play and like just be totally unproductive? Is that cool? Like, <laughs> like it's so true. I was gonna write that blog post. It's still sitting uh, <laughs> tomorrow. You know, like I, yeah, I feel, I feel you. You know, it's so- yeah. I used to my time to post was always at the gym every morning. That's when I posted because my kids were not around. They were at school or in the daycare at the gym, and so I could actually like while I was warming up, I could do a post and it was like perfect. And now things have changed and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's noon and I haven't posted anything today. Um, and then it's like, oh, two days passed and I forgot to post. So it's wild. It's such a weird time. There's not much alone time, but yeah. Um, I don't think any of us really have much alone. <laughs> Dustin, like, well, Dustin will tell me, he'll be like, um, it's my uh, wine and cigar hour. See you in a little bit. <laughs> Good for him. And just live his best life for an hour. And I'm like, okay, you do you. Cause especially because you're being Mr. Mom and doing it all right now, you know, but it's like, it's just, it's, we all try to find a long time. I take 
baths at night for the most part, like every night. And uh, that's oh, my good. time. I do like birth affirmations and meditate and, you know, total California girl and, you know, sit in the tub <laughs> and, you know, the whole thing. Um, I don't meditate with my brows. I meditate with the baby and the body, but, you know, close enough um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and do my affirmations and just kind of chill and, you know, just uh, relax in the tub and just feel the alone time. That's kind of what I, you know, that's my, that's my time, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's hard for sure to find uh, alone time and everything and to find any kind of uh, creative space, but you're still doing it. Cause I've been watching all your tweets and they're hilarious. Ah, uh, thanks girl. <laughs> of course. I mean, you know, it's like, we're just, we're all trying to survive and like I was yeah. your comedy. Have you felt like, like when you do get to work on it, have you felt like it's shifted at all because of this? Or have you had any new like epiphanies or ideas because you aren't alone? Or like, do you feel like for you, your comedy really comes when you are alone? Um, I feel like it's shifted because it's so, I, I'm trying not to like tweet about quarantines. Totally. Uh, stuff right now but it's so hard not to because you're like you're so consumed with it so I've been trying to be like okay I'm gonna step away from that but I feel like um it always happens I'm like okay not even gonna mention coronavirus and then your brain's like coronavirus 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 <laughs> coronavirus and so I feel like I struggle with that a little bit of like I'm trying not to um be consumed with what's consuming us so I'm trying to step away take a breather from it but I feel like um the biggest thing is I just, I love to write and I love to um, be on Instagram and I love to do Instagram stories and I just haven't been able to the way that I was. And so I feel like what shifted is just um, the reminder that right now is just not my time to like thrive in that as much as I would like. I'm going to still do it because it's important to me but it's okay to pause and accept that right now my time is more about being a mother to my children and a wife to my husband who um, has a lot going on at work and on our, cause we're doing a home project and we have a lot. And so I think sometimes you have to really figure out the balance to say this stuff brings me happiness and it's important to me as an individual, but it's okay if my slice of the pie is going to go a little bit more to my motherhood right now and to my presence in my home. There's a quote that I love so much and it, um, it's come to my mind like every week. I'll, I'll tell you what it is because I know it. <laughs> it's um, motherhood is not a hobby. It's a calling. It's not something we do if we can squeeze the time in. It's what God gave you time for. And I feel like that has been probably the foundation for me of this is that I find a lot of joy when I interact with people on social media and I find a lot of joy when people retweet my stuff or find something that's, that's funny, but it's okay. And it's best right now to just say, you know what, this is going to be put on hold a little bit. It's not done. It's not shut away. I'm going to work on it when I can, but it's okay if I miss a day because right now I have a little seven-year-old who's scared. I have a 10-year-old who misses his friends. I have a four-year-old who wants to be around me right now. And so I think sometimes it's okay to just adjust your priorities. Um, not forget who you are, not forget what brings you joy, but adjust a little bit. And so I feel like that's been interesting for me that I something I really, really love is kind of put on the back burner a little bit, but it's okay because something I love even more needs me a little bit more right now. I love that. I think that's a really good message for so many moms, even myself, to hear and to hear this is like a time to pivot and this is a time to really hone in on that family time as much as you can and to really be aware that like obviously all of us being parents and especially moms, like being a mom is the most important job in the world out of anything and it's what you chose and what you essentially kind of signed up for with you know your your family and it's true it's like you you need to kind of remember that i think that's that's just a really good way of putting it without putting so much pressure on yourself of like you have to be you know the best mom and you have to do this and you have to do that it's like no you're just saying you have to pivot and really look at like what's important and then focus on that and also like with your partner and all those things. So I love what you just said. Thank you. I've been trying to figure it out the last few weeks and putting it into words of how I've been feeling. So that's what I've gotten. Yeah. I mean, and I think it changes by the day for all of us, you know, it's just for sure, you know, you're just like you said, we're pivoting, we're shifting, we're just going with it. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, <laughs> that's just that's the way it is really. Um, 
And I think that's a healthy way, honestly, in my opinion, um, to look at things and, and to go with things. And I kind of feel like in a sense, it's setting Justin and I up to be ready for the next baby girl, because that's what life's going to be pivoting and shifting. And, you know, it's like, it's going to just get us ready um, right. for all of that. So, you know, I think that that's just a great message for anyone and you can take it how you want to into your own life and your own family and how that, you know, works for you and how that sits with you. So, and speaking of mom life and everything, I know we both have to get back to our families. Is there anything else that you would want to share with us? Anything um, fun that you might be working on, you know, um, in the near future? I mean, I'm I'm ready for those brows. Can't wait to uh, get the update on that. Um, but, like, <laughs> um, but, uh, or even like, you know, the fashion hall, like they, I'm, I'm keeping it in my mind, like, okay, maybe this will happen. Maybe by 2021, we'll be able to do some really fun, uh, fashion stuff together. Um, yes. but, um, <laughs> but, um, like anything else you'd want to share with us, anything, uh, you know, hacks, tips, anything that you'd want to, you know, say before we wrap this up. Can you tell I pregnancy brain? So I'm like, <laughs> Anything, 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 anything. That was really good host on my part. Yeah, thanks for keeping that incredibly vague there. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> um, I guess that um, I would say that right now we're given such an awesome opportunity to simplify our life. And I would pay attention to the things that you haven't done um, that have that maybe consumed your life before. And now it doesn't. And maybe there's certain things in your life you need to let go whether it's things or hobbies or um, even people that maybe were a little bit more toxic, this has given us such an opportunity to simplify our life and I would definitely take advantage of it. And then um, I was trying to think of something funny, but I think I have your pregnancy brain. <laughs> so you'll just have to follow my Instagram to find something funny. Yeah, if you're taking on some of my it's being sent through Zoom. I mean, it is. Apologies. I can feel apologies. it. Apologies, you know, it's pretty intense. Um, I know. I've been I've been craving like a donut since I started talking to you. I'm like, why do I want a donut and a pickle? Oh, it's because of the pregnancy vibes. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can barely get that down now because I'm so uh. stuffed and full. But that sounds amazing. I I love it. I mean, you know. <laughs> Put it up, put it on the list. Um, no, I think that's great. And I love what you shared. And like, thank you so much for coming on and making me laugh. The baby's been jumping every second I laugh. She's laughing with me. She's like, oh my God, this is hilarious. Thank you <laughs> for shaking things up in my, in the womb. Um, it, it was needed. Um, and it was, you know, very much, I think for anyone else listening, I will feel the same because you always just make me laugh on social when we talk and catch up. But I was like, we, I it was like, we need laughter. Like in this time, I feel like it's really important to laugh and to find silver linings and to really just be each other's inspirations. And so I really appreciate you, you know, doing that, uh, you know, this morning with me on my show. And one thing I would ask you that I've been trying to remember with my pregnancy brain to ask my moms before they set off the show is what is your rose, your bud and your thorn right now? Oh, okay. What's my rose, my bud and my thorn. Yep. Okay. And what do you mean by um, the bud specifically? Kind of like, you know, like when you look at a flower and how it's budding, it's like, it's kind of in the middle. It's kind of whether, whether it's, okay. I, I never like to like really go into it. Cause I want you to interpret it how you feel. Like <laughs> me, it's kind of that transition or it's like something that might be happening. It's the bud. You know what I mean? Like the rose obviously is like the rose, the thorn clearly is the thorn. Right. But it's like, what's that kind of in between? However you feel like you want to interpret that. Okay. All right. So um, I would say the rose right now is my marriage. I feel like we have, um, being that we ha we've really been able to have a lot of really great heart-to-hearts talking about um, the intentions we have um, as a couple and as individuals and as a family and just align our goals and I have loved that so much. The new connection I feel um, with my husband has definitely been so awesome. Um, and then the bud, someone's throwing me, I'm trying to think of something. Um, probably just as, you know what, I know what it is. It's my own personal goals. I think that I had a lot of, um, I put a lot of energy into even like other 
stars or writers who I really admire. And I have felt the shift of instead of like putting so much focus on what they've accomplished, I've been trying to move that energy into thinking about like what I could accomplish and focus and like less energy on something else and watching other people and more energy on what I have to give and reevaluating um, my intentions and my goals, how I want to spend my time um, and I've been really trying to um, dive into my weaknesses and at this time and really just face them with the things that I just don't do a good job with, whether it's um, schedules. I'm the worst at scheduling stuff and following through with my schedule um, or just how I spend my time. And so that is my biggest, my weaknesses are kicking my butt because they are so evident during this. And so I am trying to turn that one into a bud. <laughs> Yeah, good for you. I think that's a great way of looking at it. We all we all hate sitting in our shit, as I say. So <laughs> good for you. That's like you know that's 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 a good way to look at it. Thanks. And, and your <laughs> what would you say is your thorn? My thorn. That was my thorn. The weaknesses oh, are, are my thorn. That's the one that's like and like stabbing me in my side right now. Of like, hey this quarantine is showing you everything you're not good at. <laughs> so totally. totally. That's it. Okay. I don't know if maybe, maybe you cut out for a second. Maybe I missed the bud. I heard, I heard the rose and everything and marriage. What, what was, what was the bud? Okay. Do you want me to just start over and you could just do it from here? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I would say that, that I'll do it. Um, the opposite way. I'll start with thorn. Okay. Um, so the thorn for me is that this quarantine is showing me every single weakness I've ever had. It's like blaring in my face. Like I'm not great at scheduling. I'm not great at like putting together a routine or charts. That's just not my thing. And I feel like you have to have some sort of plan in place and a schedule to accomplish everything you need to accomplish. Otherwise the days are just flying by and you haven't done anything. And so I feel like the thorn for me is this in my face, here's the things you're not good at. And so I feel like that turns into my bud, but I'm really trying to take my weaknesses and make them strengths. I think a lot of people like to say like, um, don't focus on your weaknesses, only your strengths. But I've never, that's never sat well with me. I've always been about taking your weaknesses and making them your strengths. And so that's what my bud is, is just um, reevaluating my weaknesses that the thorn has created and the bud is like okay like how are you going to be better at this try again here's another day to try again here's another day to try again and just helping me move my energy from watching what other people are accomplishing and focusing more on what I need to be better at and um, how I can improve to then use my own personal gifts and talents um, and then the rose I would say is my marriage right now I feel like we have really um, had a lot of opportunities to reevaluate our family goals, our individual goals, our goals as a couple of what kind of people we want to be and what kind of couple we want to be and just kind of let that blossom in a new direction. That is really exciting because we were about to celebrate 15 years together. And wow. I, think I, I think it's better than ever, I would say for me anyway. <laughs> and yeah, uh, so I feel like that's been pretty cool. That's awesome. Good for you. I love that. That's, that's so great. And like, and again, good for you for kind of like sitting in your shit and figuring out, you know, <laughs> want to, you know, what you want to work on and stuff. A lot of people don't want to do that. And I think that I agree with you. Like it's, it's, it's a good time if you can do it right now. Um, we're all in a pause. So it's like, it's a really good time to focus on those things and then come out of it, you know, that much stronger and that much more focused on like what you really worked through or what you were aware of in that moment. I agree. It's a good time to do that, but also have grace. Totally. <laughs> yes. Lots and lots and lots of grace. Always slapping grace all over myself. I feel you on, I feel you on that. Well, I mean, I think those were really all great points. And I always love hearing other moms say about, you know, their rose or bud and their thorn because everybody interprets it different, especially obviously during this time. So thank you, you know, um, for sharing that and happy almost anniversary to you guys. That's huge and hashtag you know, you. A couple goals um <laughs> so cool um and uh yeah well thanks so much sid tell us where we can find you you know pimp yourself out let us know where we can uh, check out all your stuff 
Okay. I am on Twitter and Instagram the most. I do have a Facebook um, as well, but it's all under Sid um, Beer, C-Y-D Beer, B-E-E-R. That is where I'm at. Try to make it simple. And um, I try to be on there every day. (laughs) (laughs) Try. You're you're at least on Instagram stories and such, you know? So um, yeah, I need to get back to those. Find her. You want to laugh hysterically, go to her Twitter. You'll just piss your pants. Um, I may have actually, you know, pissed my hands a little bit while laughing, <laughs> pregnant, no big deal. I really appreciate love. It was so good to connect with you and laugh and hear your voice and just get to catch up. So thank you for being back on my show. Thanks for having me, Ali. All right. Cheers. Till next time, guys. Bye. So guys, I just need to share this incredible new company that I have partnered with called Blue Blocks. I personally use my Blue Blocks glasses every day while doing work from home, and I am literally obsessed with them. First off, as a celebrity stylist and fashionista, I really feel that these glasses could be picked right off of a shelf without even knowing all the health benefits that it possesses. They are so chic. Like, I'm not kidding. And the actual health benefits of these glasses include using state-of-the-art technology to block out both blue and green light which has been scientifically proven to help with better sleep, recovery, and your optimal wellness. And for me, hello, any extra ways to help me sleep nowadays while being so pregnant, this mama needs it. I also want to recommend the Remedy Sleep Mask. As you guys know, I love to sleep with a mask at night, and I wear this mask at night, and I swear it helps me fall asleep faster than sometimes Amelia falls asleep. You should totally check out their kids selection too for my mamas and check out their website and you can see all the ways that helps reduce the strain on your kids' eyes from their tablets, mobile devices, which is super important nowadays. So make sure to go to Blue Blocks website, which is B-L-U-B-L-O-X dot com. That spells B-L-U-B-L-O-X. So one more time, B-L-U-B-L-O-X dot com and use the code AllieLevine15 to get 15% off your first order. If you have any questions, then message me, obviously, on my Instagram account at Design. You guys know I always answer and I will answer any questions on your orders, even like style questions on the frames and all that good stuff. And you guys can also check out on my Instagram stories. I've been promoting the discount because I'm obsessed with these glasses. I promise you, you're going to be obsessed too. And personally, I never knew I looked so good in glasses. So check out Blue Walks, guys.